R. Sarcasm. It's just one of the many services we offer here at the Kate Daly Show. The show starts now. Everybody's got to have a little place for their stuff. That's all life is about. That's the meaning of life. Trying to find a place to keep your stuff. That's all your house is. Think of it. That's all your house is. It's a place to keep your stuff. If you didn't have so much stuff, you wouldn't need a house. You could just walk around all the time. That's all your house is. It's a pile of stuff with a cover on it. That's all your house is. It's a place to keep your stuff while you go out and get more stuff. Sometimes you gotta move. Sometimes you gotta move. You gotta get a bigger house. Why? Too much stuff. Kate Daly Show, so happy to be with you in this last hour on a Tuesday, and uh, talking about the border the first hour, and had a guest there, and then also in this hour, we're going to depart a little bit. Remember, uh, beginning of last week, and I said, we're going to depart a little bit more, or I'm going to lose my mind (laughs) talking about what mainstream media wants me to talk about. So I actually love this topic, and I'm actually really, really excited to have this guest. Uh, Joshua Becker joins me, and let me tell you, this is for everybody. Everyone needs to listen to this. I don't care what you think about politics. You've got to listen to this. Joshua Becker, how are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. So glad you're on with us. And uh, Hey, it's fun to have a conversation that all political parties can get something from. Huh? <laughs> I think it's great. You know what? We need departure a little bit. And we, because we all have lives to lead. And that's what's going to affect you the most, right? So that's what's going to be the thing that we're thinking about all the time is our life. So this has everything to do with your life. And this is why I love this so much. Becomingminimalist.com is the website, right? That's home base for me. Absolutely. 15 years. 15 years. Okay. So I'm very intrigued by this because the vision in my mind is somebody walking around with basically like a kerchief with a few items in it. And that's about, that's (laughs) about it. Right. And I know that's not true. So this is going to be so good for people. So tell people how you kind of came into this. What happened to you? I found minimalism 15 years ago. Okay. I live outside Phoenix now, but I used to live up in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And so 15 years ago, uh, it was me and my wife yeah. and my two kids. They were five and two. Uh, it was a Saturday morning. We were going to do our spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought that my five-year-old son would love cleaning out the garage with his father. Of course, but he lasted about he lasted about thirty seconds. And, <laughs> we uh, know how this goes. <laughs> yeah, typical five-year-old. <laughs> right, right. Um, anyway, I'm cleaning out my garage. Um, uh, ends up taking me hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is begging me to come play with him in the backyard, and I just keep pushing him off. Let me try and finish this cleaning project. Anyway, I happen to strike up a conversation with my neighbor uh, mm-hmm. who was outside doing all of her yard work. I think she had seen me spending hours on my cluttered garage while my son was alone in the backyard. And I started complaining a little bit about how long this project had taken. Mm -hmm. And she introduced me to the word minimalism, changed my life with one sentence. As I was complaining about all the stuff in my garage, Uh she says, you know, that's why my daughter's a minimalist. She keeps telling me I don't need to own all this stuff. 
Hmm. Okay. That changed your life. Okay, Uncle Milty. Well, something similar happened to me. Somebody came to me and said, how come you don't have more junk in your garage? (laughs) (laughs) I became a hoarder. And that's why you're a hoarder (laughs) today. You became a hoarder. All right. I love it. I should have been on years ago. I I love it. All right. So then what happened? So I, uh, yeah, so she introduces me to this word minimalism. I, mm-hmm. I look and here's my driveway. It's right. full of all these dirty, dusty things I, I pulled out to organize. Out of the corner of my eye, there's my five-year-old son swinging alone on the swing set in uh-huh. the backyard. Okay. And suddenly I had this realization that all the things I owned weren't making me happy, mm-hmm. which I think we would all say we're not looking right, for happiness, right, right. the things that we buy. Right. But even worse than that, all the time and effort, all the things I owned mm-hmm. were actually taking me away from the very thing that did bring me happiness and meaning and purpose and okay. significance and joy in life. And I, I think that's a very different realization. It's one thing to think all the things I own aren't making me happy. It's something very different the moment we realize, hey, wait a minute, maybe all the things I own mm-hmm. and collect are actually keeping me from happiness and meaning. Yeah, because so I haven't the really. Birth of a minimalist. I haven't thought about that. I mean, as far as what it's keeping you from. I mean, my husband would love to get rid of everything. Uh, me, I'd love to keep everything. So there's always that war going on, right? And uh, and so you clean the garage and you kind of think that <laughs> you've done you've done something grand, but you're talking about. Your stuff is really keep, how does your stuff keep you from, from enjoying and the the benefit of your life? How? Sure. Well, think about all the time Mm -hmm. that goes into cleaning and managing and organizing and maintaining and repairing and replacing, or, or think about all the time that we spend working just to make the money Mm -hmm. so that we can go buy all the stuff that we need to bring home and clean and manage and maintain. That's one aspect of it. You think about um, all the time and energy that we put into accumulating more stuff, all the time we spend shopping or researching or just wishing Mm -hmm. away the life that we had, wishing that we had something else, we could buy something more. Right. I, uh, everything we own takes up a little bit of mental space in our brain. We picture our things taking up physical space, but not always the mental space that they take up as well. Clutter does have an effect and it does become clutter. It does have an effect on you. It stresses you out, right? The second your room's clean, the second you've, you've tossed, you know, a lot of stuff, you do feel better. I have noticed that, right? You do feel good. And over Christmas break, we did a lot of that. And, um, it felt, it it felt awesome actually. Yeah. You're right. Everything, yeah. everything feels better. Yeah. Going to bed. Feels I know. Better. Yeah. Waking up You're in the right. morning, getting right. ready in the morning, cooking, sitting okay. in the living room in the evening. Everything feels better when there's less clutter stuff around. And of okay. course, the best way to have less clutter is to own less stuff. No, that's true. Yeah. Uncle Milty. A bad day fishing is better than a good day working. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, what's your definition of minimalism? Yeah, that's a great question, because I think when a lot of people hear the word minimalism, they think, hey, it's just about owning the least amount of things Mm -hmm. as possible. And certainly there's an aspect of minimalism that means owning less on purpose. Mm -hmm. But I define minimalism much bigger. To me, minimalism is the intentional promotion of the things I most value in life by removing anything that distracts me from it. 
Yep. And so what are my most important pursuits and passions and values? Mm-hmm. And how can I live my life focused on more of those things mm-hmm. by removing anything and everything that distracts me from those uh, passions, pursuits, and values. And so this way, okay. it becomes more than physical possessions. The goal doesn't become owning less. The goal becomes yeah. living a life focused on things that matter. Okay, but what about all those things with memories? That's my hard thing. That's my hard thing, because I think if I get rid of it, I'll never get it back. And those memories are something in my life that means something to me, and those things represent it. What would you say to that? What do you say to that? How sure. did you well, get rid first of that? I would say, well, first I would say you don't have to uh, begin owning less by getting rid of the most difficult thing <laughs> that you would ever have to get rid of. So Good answer. Uh, there's probably a different conversation even True. before that. True. Uh, but but I would say this, the, mm-hmm. the memory isn't in the, right. the object, right? right? The, the memory is in you, the memory is in your mind and, and is your, in your brain. And so you'll always carry the memory with you. As a matter of fact, studies will tell you that if you take a picture of an item, uh, it becomes that much easier to get rid of it. Well, there you go. Okay, and it doesn't look the same for everybody, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. It, it'll always look different. I mean, a a, a single guy in his twenties is uh-huh. going to own different things than a a family of four or mm-hmm. a homeschooling family of six. Sure. I, I like to think a dentist is going to own different things than a writer or an artist or a radio show host. Right, right. That's um, true. Someone who lives in the country compares to someone who lives in the city. It's always going to look different from one person to another. And it's even going to look different based on hobbies and values and uh, passions and pursuits. That is so true. So what about like Steve Jobs wore the same outfit every day? I mean, are are we going that minimalist where you just go down to either the same outfit, five outfits, 10 outfits? What does that look like? Well, that's what I do. Is it? Um, is it so really? I haven't, I haven't I quite it. started as large of a company as Steve Jobs has. But, uh-huh. um, uh, so, what does it what? do for a you? Good... What does it do for you? We're in well, the same it, thing. It does a lot of things. It makes uh, getting ready a ton easier in the amen. morning. It's one less thing. <laughs> What's that? Okay, he said, "Amen." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, one less thing to think about this whole idea of Mm -hmm. decision fatigue and the more decisions we have to make in a day, the, the less wise we get by the end of the day. And so it's one less decision. It saves me uh, money. I don't have to go chase the new trends and the new fashions. It's, do you ever get tired uh, of it? Oh, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Someone once said what? Uh, someone once said the quickest way to become iconic is to wear the same thing every day. Yeah. And I, I love it. No, that's great. That's if, great. But if do you, you become known for wearing the same thing? Then, um, yeah. that's who you are and everybody expects it. And it's yeah. Kind of fun. Do you get tired of it though? I think I would get tired of wearing the same thing every day. Not, not if no? you imagine sta- the guy standing in front of his closet and say, which pair of Levi's am I going to wear today? <laughs> <laughs> Which is really what's kind of going on. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, unless you have a work clothes, but you're basically funneling those same work clothes. So I guess, I guess that's true. I can, I can see that. I, uh, I once mm-hmm. had a mathematician. I, I do this experiment where mm-hmm. I challenge people to wear just 33 articles of clothing. Okay. And uh, I had a mathematician do all the combinations of mm-hmm. 33 articles of clothing. And he came up with 10,876 different outfits Are you serious? that you could, that you could wear, uh, just owning 33 different what? articles. Of clothing. That only so, works for the colorblind. That only <laughs> <laughs> works for the colorblind. I love it. 
I love this though, because um, if this has made your life happy and this is something that has made a difference in your life, I'm glad you're sharing this because this became huge. You have like millions of followers. You are, I mean, you're impacting a lot of lives and what are you hearing from people? I'm sure that they are just changed over this. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just read an, an email uh, from a, a wonderful young, uh, a wonderful older lady who uh-huh. was uh, so thankful that she had um, found my work and had minimized her possessions and how it's freed her up uh, to I spend more time uh, with her grandchildren mm-hmm. uh, because her daughter um, is going down a road that has been very difficult. And so oh. um, she had uncluttered her life years ago and she literally just wrote and said thank you because i'm in a much better position to be able to uh, care for my grandchild yeah uh, right now in um in this time of need and so oh um, yes like that. lots of um, okay. lots of life change happens when we when we yeah own we're gonna come back with joshua but yeah yeah. Uncle Milty? No, I was just looking at your website, and I see a lot of people writing in. My wife has this problem. Mm-hmm. She wants to give something away, and nobody wants it, like uh-huh. a chi- China. Because she wants somebody else to treasure it instead of no, getting rid of it. No, they just won't even take it. We're going I'm... to <laughs> come right back on The Kate Daly Show. More with Joshua Becker, becomingminimalist.com. Be right back. Hey, everybody. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression in the news today. There's a lot of global instability as we ourselves are sort of plunging into this election season. And have you sheltered your savings investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify into uh, an IRA or 401k into gold. So get that backed up into gold with gold, uh, with Birch Gold Group. They are incredible at what they do. I really love these guys. I love the information. All you have to do is text 989898 and text my name, Kate. How easy is that? And they'll give you some free information and then you can pursue that and do it at no cost. I don't know of anything better. <laughs> so uh, please, uh, if you're worried about the financial instability coming, you probably should be a little worried about it. It is on the heels of of it being implemented right now. Please go and do this. Text 989898. Claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold right now. Thanks, you guys. Put in the code Kate. Put in my name, Kate, when you text 9898. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly Show. So glad that you're listening in today because uh, Joshua Becker is going to take your calls in the next break. Um, and in this break, I have a couple of questions for him. And I just, I, I love this idea because I really did feel great after we spent a lot of our Christmas vacation just sorting through things and getting rid of things. And it did feel amazing. It really did. So I'm actually, this is really a fun conversation to have. And I really like this concept. Um, so welcome back, uh, Joshua. So glad to have you with us. And um, let's let's talk about the fact, okay, did you and your wife both get on board for this, getting rid of a lot of stuff? Yes and no. Okay. I'd, I'd like to answer. Uh, yes, we were we were both on board with the idea of decluttering and owning less, but 
how that was going to play itself out yeah. uh, looked a little bit different. If I wanted to get rid of 80% of our stuff, she wanted to get rid of half of our stuff. So <laughs> the first little bit, it worked pretty well. Uh-huh. And then we started to have to find compromise about what to keep and what to get rid of. Okay. And uh, by the way, we were listening to George Carlin's clip on the way in, and you've got this stuff with a roof over it. And sometimes when you get to the point where you actually see it like that, when you realize that you're busting at the seams with stuff, why do you have all this stuff? Why do you have 5,000 blankets? Or why do you have 5,000 light bulbs or whatever. But then there's also the prepping thing too, which I'm a fan of. And, um, and I think that everyone should be able to have ample things. So how do you remedy that? How do you have enough things if things go crazy or trying to be a minimalist? How do you... Yeah, I think if uh, George Carlin did the bit today, we we have we have two roofs over our stuff. I think eleven percent of Americans rent offsite storage. So yes, that's, that's, that's how true. much stuff we have uh, we yeah. have today. Yes, um, you know it's uh, it's it's going to look different from one person to another. It's mm-hmm. going to look different based on like what you're prepping yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think there's a an element of um, do I have the emotional and mental fortitude to Mm -hmm. physically protect my stuff if I need to and and what that looks like. And so there's a lot of different aspects. Certainly, I think it's going to look different from one person to another as to how they how they uh, attack that. But I always say, like, know what you're prepping for and how long you would need stuff for. And otherwise, it's just indefinite amount of time. You're never going to have enough stuff, but have an idea of what you're collecting for. All right, Uncle Milty. You know, for, and for those people that are having mm-hmm. trouble decluttering, mm-hmm. uh, those abandoned storage facilities are a great place to pick up more junk. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you are not helpful today. Um, and, uh, and then what did you start getting rid Did you get rid of furniture? What did you start getting rid of, Joshua? Like when you, when you start embarked on this? Yes, uh, everything. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we got rid of furniture. I, I usually break our decluttering efforts into into three time frames. It took us so we're a family of four. It mm-hmm. took us three months to get through our lived in areas of the home, oh. living room and bedroom and kitchen. Took us nine months. Uh, if you want to count in the shed in the back and the garage and the basement. And so I always encourage people to start in the areas that you live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three months, nine months. We moved into a smaller house three years later. And mm-hmm. so that's probably when we uh, right. finally finished getting rid of things is when that that move kind of forced us to get rid of even more. Oh, my gosh. But, and uh, yeah, furniture, blankets, yeah. clothes, cookware. Um, wow. Toys, just down to, just down to exactly what you cook with. Uh, tried yeah. to. I, right. I found a uh, article called a, a No Frills Kitchen Still Cooks, and uh, this chef okay. listed out the only 33 uh, tools that you need in your kitchen to uh-huh. cook anything. Uh, Mark really? Bittman, a No Frills Kitchen Still Cooks. It's great. List no out way. the exact things that you need to own. So that's okay. what we used. And okay. Uh, for the most part, well, you know, cool. I I have more questions like that for you. Um, we'll talk about Elon too. Um, right when we come back, and I, you know, I have mixed. Re- the audience knows I have very mixed reviews on Elon, but he came out as a minimalist, so it's kind of interesting. We'll be right back though with Joshua Becker, becomingminimalist.com. Be right back.
888-900-3898. Thanks. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you, we're having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Make sure and use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, and get those savings and help Truth in Radio. Thanks, you guys. It's the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com, hitting over 25 million on SoundCloud. That's because of all you. So I really appreciate all of you sharing the show. Go to KateDalyRadio.com and scroll down and you'll see the SoundCloud episodes. This one will be here, be there tonight uh, where you can share this. And also make sure and text Birchgold989898. Text my name, Kate. And it's free to do this to get your IRAs and your retirement backed by gold. You can also buy gold and silver, but I'm telling you, you can, you can back everything up for free. Just get the information. It's free. They're a great company, fantastic, and who I trust. And you know I don't say that lightly. Uh, Birch Gold. So text 989898 and text my name, Kate. So the phone number is 989898, okay? You'll love, you'll love talking to them. Um, all right, Joshua Becker, becoming minimal, becoming minimalist.com. I can talk today. Um, I want to talk to you about Elon. Then I want to talk about how much money you have saved. Okay. All right. So tell me, tell me about Elon. No, Elon came out as a, a minimalist. Is he? Uh, um, Elon says a lot of things. <laughs> I, I don't think he did it for the sake of saving money. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think so. Yeah. No, you know what? Uh, 2020, 2021, I forget where it was, uh-huh. came out. Right. Said that he wanted to sell all of his houses. And mm-hmm. I think he sold seven houses and mm-hmm. moved into a little tiny home in Texas. And yeah. uh, I think his motivation, if I read the biography correctly, um, one, I think he has a, a child who was pretty anti-capitalist and anti-wealth. Mm. And so I think that always kind of rubbed him the wrong way. But number two, just to clear mm-hmm. distractions mm-hmm. Uh, so he could focus on his work, um, yeah. which I which I tend to love. And that tends right. to be my uh, strand of minimalism as well. Do you see a lot of people thinking that that's what it's associated with is anti-capitalism? Because I'm, I'm so pro-capitalism, right? Um, but I, I do understand the need to get rid of things. I understand that the clutter in our life keeps it keeps us down. So do you think most yeah. people associate it with that? Uh, I think some people do mm-hmm. who really want to. I, I think people who are looking for an argument uh, right. sometimes make comments about you'll own nothing and be happy. Sure. And I, I like to I like to try to say, hey, me purposefully owning just what I need to own is very different than the government forcing me to right, get right. rid of the very things that I don't need. And, and I'm also... 
not uh, there's another misconception about minimalism that that this is about being lazy that this is about mm-hmm. checking out of life that mm-hmm. i sell everything so i can go lay on a beach for the rest of my life and yeah. for me it's the exact opposite of that for me it's i want to own less so that i can uh, be more ambitious and more focused but just focused on things that actually matter with the mm-hmm. one life that i have to live Okay. Well, I can certainly see that. Um, and so what do your holidays look like? Cause a lot of people store holiday stuff. I mean, what do you do about the holidays? Cause that's, that's a lot of storables in your garage is holiday. Yeah. Right? Well, it can be, it yeah. can be, depends how many, you, <laughs> depends how many you keep. How much you um, love Christmas. So I don't we, know. Yeah. We, we found, uh, we found minimalism in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, as we said, it took about nine months. A part of that was going through our Christmas cause we had the December and uh-huh. pretty typical family we had. And so we decorated as we normally do that mm-hmm. first Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then when we took everything down, we condensed everything. We kept just the most meaningful. We kept our fake tree, Mm -hmm. even though we lived in Vermont, which they hated us for. And uh, we kept one box of decorations, but we kept the most meaningful, Mm -hmm. the most significant, the one that like really elevated the meaning of the holiday Mm -hmm. as opposed to just the matching coffee mugs. Okay. Because they're on sale. So do the kids get rid of toys when they're adding toys? What do you do about that? Yeah, well, they're 21 and 17 now, so, <laughs> so uh, a few fewer of the toys. Yeah, um, yeah, you know what? Uh, so we decluttered, got rid of the toys uh-huh. that they didn't need. Christmas comes, holiday mm-hmm. comes, and one of the benefits of owning less is that there was room to add. Like once you declutter, mm-hmm. it's not like you're adding Christmas gifts on top of a room full of toys that they don't use already. Right. Uh, you have a, a, a pretty mm. set area. Okay. And so the new toys come in and we would give it a couple months and find out which ones they use and wow. which ones they don't use. Okay. And if any of the new toys became favorites or if they just got tossed to the side and okay. usually made decisions a couple of months afterwards. So you're constantly kind of chucking and getting rid of stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a, like there's a process of uh, decluttering at the beginning and mm-hmm. getting to a good point and then like maintaining that like things okay. continue to collect in your home yeah. especially when you have kids and so when true. you live a life and so uh, the problem is when things enter into your home and you never have any system of yeah. getting things out of your home as they come in that's fair okay and so how much money can you save doing this uh, I did the math and I came up with $25,630 a year uh, wow. that you would say by becoming minimalist. There was a, a study that I based it on uh, back in 2018 that said the average American spends $1,500 a month on non-essentials. Uh, so that's $18,000 a year. Uh, I added in some um, you know, if you were to live in a smaller home, mm-hmm. uh, what mm-hmm. that would save you. Uh, utilities and repairs and less clothes and uh, just factored in a lot of different other factors and $25,000 a year. And I would, I would say that we've, we've probably saved that much. Wow. So in order, because everybody's really struggling right now with prices going up and things happening beyond their control and they're trying to make it on the same paycheck that they had before and it's not working. So this is one way to capture some of that back, I guess. Yeah. And, and, and just to be clear, like that money can be used whatever you need it to be. Right. Like if you're in debt, then that can help you get out of debt. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, that cushion can help you finally get ahead of living paycheck to paycheck. If you're fine financially, mm-hmm. just 
stop buying things that you don't need and you can use more money to give away to support causes that you believe in problems that you want to solve in the world become more generous a person and so like more money means different things to different people depending where they are on the financial scale for sure do you find that most most i would say a lot of guys probably want to do this probably a lot more than the gals do i'm not sure yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I think 50, 50, okay. I, I, okay. uh, I don't want to overgeneralize, but, uh, the ladies, ladies who tend to take care of the home a mm-hmm. lot tend mm-hmm. to be more drawn to the idea of, Hey, I need to own less and they can see the, the payback right away of what it would mm-hmm. mean to, uh, have less uh, housework to do around the yeah. house. Okay. The men, um, their expenses tend to be a little, bigger, I think. Okay. Like they've got all the tools and yeah. they've got all the hiking gear and the yeah. hobby stuff and the right. car things. And so they they tend to spend just as much money collecting stuff that they that they don't need. It's just, okay. I, I think, tends to be a yeah. little bit larger stuff than the person who's caring for the home. So the money is a huge benefit, obviously. And I know people are trying to cut back, but maybe this might be the way you want to do it. But really, it, it probably frees the mind the most. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Less stress. Randy Okorn says every increased possession adds increased anxiety onto our lives. So there's more money. There's less stress. Uh, there's um, mm-hmm. more space in your home. There's mm-hmm. more intentionality in your life. I think minimalism brings about contentment and generosity and gratitude. Mm-hmm. We can we, we compare ourselves less with other people, at yeah. least in terms of physical possessions. Mm-hmm. I think life becomes much more enjoyable when I can appreciate that I have enough as opposed to constantly thinking that I need more money, I need a bigger house, Mm -hmm. I need a nicer car, I need trendier fashion and the latest technology. Uh, I think we miss out on a lot of joys in life Mm -hmm. uh, when we're constantly wishing we had things that we don't have. Oh, interesting. Mm. So becomingminimalist.com, there are steps to take to help you kind of purge through your stuff, right? Because there really is a kind of a way to do it, I would imagine. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Certainly. I have a a couple of different books. Uh, The Minimalist Home, uh, A Room-by-Room Guide to a Decluttered, Refocused Life is the best Mm -hmm. uh, step-by-step guide as to how to own less. Um, Another book called The More of Less is more the explanation why minimalism and why you'll enjoy owning less. And then uh, The Minimalist Home is kind of the how, how to, how to make this work in your home and in your unique family. I like that. I mean, I, we called it spring cleaning for a long time, but really it is um, decluttering, de-junking and uh, freeing yourself up. You'll, it's, it's amazing how good you'll feel walking around your house when things are in order, they have a place. And then also you're getting rid of a lot of stuff because we all have a lot of extra stuff hanging around. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you. It has been my pleasure. Thank you. And of course, we'll be right back on the show and um, we'll take your calls when we come back. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Just stay with us. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm so glad Joshua came on because I had always associated minimalists with like the hippie lefty. Why is that? Why did I used to associate it with that? 
Well, because they're poor and have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, so I used to associate it like that. And when um, at Christmas break, when I was kind of cleaning and going through stuff and it felt really good. I mean, you do. You want to walk around your house because you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, it feels a little freer. And I and I so I actually was excited to have him on because has nothing to do with capitalism. It really doesn't. What he's talking about is saying, is your stuff, is your stuff creating more stress in your life? And you could be saving a lot of money too by not indulging yourself with with stuff. Yeah. To me, uh-huh. it's about wasteful. Mm. Having too much stuff that you don't yeah. use, don't care right. about, right. is wasteful. Yeah. And I'm I'm a sentimental person, so it's really hard for me to let things go like that. That's a tough one. But I, but I, you know, the whole, he made a point about Klaus Schwab, you'll own nothing and be happy, but that's because the government's forcing it. If you're doing it and you're getting rid of a lot of your stuff, you can choose the way you want to live. And you're choosing to say, I'm just going to live with less stuff. It doesn't mean you have to get rid of everything. Like he said, there's so many different ways to do it. Sure. You can still have a lot of stuff, but it's just condensed. I, I actually heard a lecture once and the lecture, this was 20 years ago. And the guy goes, you all have money in your mail. All the mail you don't open. Somewhere in your mail, he goes, in, in your delivered mail from the post office, you have money in there somewhere. A check from some company, some funds that you forgot. About. He, I promise you, you have money in there. And I never forgot that because it's the truth. He said 95% of the people out there have money sitting in mail at home that hmm. they don't open. Isn't that interesting? That and is. he said, if you go through your stuff and you actually just go through everything, you'll find it. And I thought that was kind of uh, clever. I was like, yeah, that's, hmm. I hadn't thought about it. Well, but. One of the things that Joshua said that really struck home with me was when he said, if you take a picture of something, then it's easier to get rid of it. Yeah. But for me, mm-hmm. All of my sentiments about people in mm-hmm. my life who are no longer there mm-hmm. are already pictured in my head. Right, right. And so things that they owned and yeah. that that stuff has never done much for me anyway. Because when I think of people, it's mm-hmm. it's what I remember in my head about them. You know what? That brings up a good point because all of our kids today are taking pictures of their grandkids every day because they can because they have a camera. We used to have 32 pictures in a roll. Right. <laughs> so you had to plan out your pics and you didn't get to see them, right? right. But I, I have all these childhood memories with no pictures. And I almost think it's better that way in some way, right? You don't have to have the pictures. We've never been a picture family. We don't. My wife just got back from a three-day trip to Mm -hmm. relatives and didn't take one picture while she was gone. Not one. I think it'd almost be freeing to go on a vacation and not take a selfie in front of said monument and and just not do it because we're doing it too much, right? Yeah. I I remember my parents Mm -hmm. actually... Coming back from a vacation and inviting friends over to watch the eight millimeter movies. <laughs> Boring them to tears. <laughs> now we just do it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. Nobody wants to see your vacation photos no. because it's just you standing in front of a gazillion monuments but right. or whatever you're doing. But it's funny that we put it up, though. You know, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Kate, Mike. Hi, Mike. Go right ahead. Hey, you know, I totally embrace this concept, yeah. and that's really what it is. It's a concept, uh-huh. okay? So it's – and in a word, it's liberating, 
Okay, okay. let me kind of flip the script, and, right. and and I'm trying to sound not try to sound convincing because some it's not for everyone. Right. Okay. Right. But think of it like this: you have a favorite shirt and mm-hmm. probably a pair of pants, right? Yeah, a pair right. of shoes, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Probably one, probably more than one. Uh-huh. Okay, you got your number one favorites, sure, and you got your sure. number two and three, yeah, right? Right. Sure. Think about it. If you just kind of culled all your stuff out of your wardrobe, mm-hmm. where you're only wearing your favorite clothes every day, you hmm. probably have a little more pep in your step, right? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I guess so. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I guess but, I need to. Minimize. But you know, it, it it really this is kind of where I land on it. It's kind mm-hmm. of like. It's not anti-capitalism. Mm-mm. It's more like the stuff owns you. Yeah. It's, and this is just, again, this is for me. It, 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 it kind of lives in your head. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I got to, you know, and I, yeah. I, let me just, I'll, I'll finish with this. I don't mm-hmm. want to dominate the time. Every storage unit, it's, it's the best business to be in. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. they're all full. All of them <laughs> so are true. full. That is so true. And then eventually people just leave it. I mean, there's a lot of people who just leave their stuff. So I love I love the concept. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. I love it. You got it. it. That's great. Um, All right. So he's got a point. I mean, I've got to work on this because I'm not a person that would naturally be a minimalist. But I'm you choose the life and you choose the clutter and you choose the stress and it does create stress. And this is why they say make your bed in the morning. This is why they say clean your room every day because it does create less stress in your life. And Mm -hmm. I have found that to be very, very true. Um, I was cleaning my room before I came here. I just, it really does. You walk in and you're not stressed because if you walk into a room like that, you're immediately stressed out. And can you imagine your kids too, you know, Um, how much it would de-stress them. But the money you can save, I know a lot of people right now want help in saving money, right? And what, what they can do. I guess this is one way. It, I we, mean, it is one way to do it. Look, we all do weird things. I still have mm-hmm. clothes in my closet from when I was fat. Because <laughs> in, case. in case I ever get fat again, you know. <laughs> you don't want to buy everything again? Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, we women, we have a lot of sizes with pregnancies and all kinds of stuff, right? And so it, there's lots of sizes in your closet. Right. But I just feel like you don't have to be a complete minimalist. You can just declutter. And I think that's a positive step. Right. I, I'm trying to kind of focus on what can we do to live a better life right now? I know people are stressed out. I can feel it everywhere I go. I know you're stressed out about politics. I know that this country, I, I, I get the same feelings and I'm not going to stop prepping. So that's going to be something that I'm always going to do. The other parts of my life, um, you know, the, the rooms that I live in can certainly be decluttered. So would that relieve stress i think yes it does and i think we can answer that i just if we can help in any way kind of take a break from politics here and there to sort of examine our lives and if we can help in that way to be beneficial that way i'm all in um high caller 30 seconds okay yeah you can solve a lot of problems if you just look in the junk drawer. <laughs> I have There's all kinds of stuff drawers. in there. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I do. I have several of those. It's terrible. I've got to work on that. Um, but it isn't about um, being woke or anything like that. It's not about anti-capitalism. It's just about are we? It does the stuff own you? And for a lot of people, their stuff owns them. And they buy bigger houses to put more stuff in all the time. And that is a, that's a tough life. 
You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. No. Nope. I got it. We got to, you know, live our best life, right? Because we're all trying to fight this fight for liberty, and we've got to be able to do it. Somehow. Yeah. Got to be less stressed. All right, you guys, be faithful, be fearless. Be faithful, be fearless. Go to kdallyradio.com. So appreciate you listening today. Thanks, Uncle Milty. Uh-huh.